welcome to another episode of In the Life of Sean Powers. He keeps you entertained on the morning show on My1043 in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. But what is he like after the show? Well, here you go. I'm still crazy, still goofy, man. How's everybody doing here today on this uh, fine uh, October day of uh, 2023? Uh, we're just uh, rolling through. Uh, Halloween's coming up next week, and uh, we just got a lot of uh, a lot of things getting ready to uh, brew here at the radio stations, uh, my 104.3 and Buck 92. But here is a subject matter that I've wanted to touch on for a while, and it was recently brought back to my attention because I was doing a public service announcement on the radio the other day uh, for Mid Michigan College, and they're hosting a uh, human trafficking seminar that is happening on Wednesday, October 25th. And it's like a lunch thing from like 11 until like one or something like that. Anyways. Um, so that brought it to back to me. I did see a movie not too long ago about human trafficking and it was, uh, you know, some people, they thought it was controversial. They thought, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Some people go like, Oh my gosh, it's huge. And it's a problem and everybody needs to see this. And other people thought it was for, you know, uh, you know, monetary gain, uh, you know, just to get a word out there for it but basically it is a real issue okay whether it's in a movie or not in a movie uh, as a matter of fact uh, you know if you're asking what is human trafficking i might have heard about this a little bit i'm just going to give you a quick uh, thing on it here it's basically a form of modern day slavery in which traffickers use force fraud and coercion to do it to control people for the purpose of engaging in commercial sex acts or labor services against the kids or against the uh, human traffic, you know, the human will. Um, so that's basically what it is: uh, controlling victims uh, so they can engage in commercial sex acts or labor services against the uh, his or her will. There, so uh, it is a big problem in the United States. And I was told at one point, probably a couple of years ago, that the biggest problem with human trafficking uh, came out of Toledo, Ohio. Uh, apparently, it was the number one hub uh for uh for trade you know for you know kids uh, you know uh, kids and adults both getting kidnapped um majority of them are under the age of 18 uh but there are some that are 18 plus that get kidnapped and they get uh, sold into this uh into this sex slavery or this uh you know labor services uh, sla- uh, uh slavery uh thing um you know going against their will so what really gets me is i did some uh, did some more research on this yeah toledo is still number one uh, for exporting because they can get them in Toledo, they can run them up through Detroit and be in Canada in like no time. And once they're in another country, good luck trying to get them back. You know, it's very scary if you have young kids. Um, it's very scary uh, if you are uh, if you are a child yourself and you're listening uh, to this podcast. It's a lot of scariness going on in this world. You know, you could be taken and boom, and, and it'd be done for you. Uh, Michigan though ranks number seven in the nation. In the number of cases reported by the state to the hotline uh, for sex trafficking or for uh, human trafficking, and overall, since uh, this this started becoming a real issue in like 2005, 2006, 2007, but uh, they've been keeping tabs since 2007 in Michigan. The total number of calls that have been uh, you know placed has reached about 7,500 uh, 7,500 people, and a total of 2,100 cases, 165 cases have been reported. And during that time only, though, 29. 2,923 moderate risk victims were found and just over 2,000 of them being high risk there. So Michigan is uh, also the hub for sex trafficking or it's number two in the nation.
uh, for sex trafficking. This is a problem. Child sex trafficking in Michigan, it is a problem. Uh, the top three U.S. states for human trafficking, according to uh, this research study that I did through, uh, it looks like uh, wisevoter.com, California has 1,334 cases. Texas, 917. Florida with 781. New York with 404. Michigan with 295. Ohio, 291. Georgia, 281. And Illinois at 243. And the list goes on and on, but the numbers uh, get smaller uh, the further you go on there. So where does most child trafficking occur? Well, it occurs in places like motels, hotels, online websites lure people in, uh, social media, and believe it or not, the biggest places at truck stops, okay? In the U.S., about 50,000 people, primarily from Mexico and the Philippines, are trafficked into the U.S. annually. And, you know, then we can get into the whole thing about, you know, the president and closing the borders and opening the borders and stuff like that. It just makes it a lot worse uh, overall. So how can you actually tell if somebody is uh, being trafficked? Uh, well, they're showing sounds of maybe physical injury and abuse. You see them in public. You know, they avoid your eye contact or many social interaction uh, and authority figures, law enforcement. They just they shy from that because they know they're going to get beaten or hurt if they say anything and some to the point of death. Uh, um, they seeming to adhere to scripted or rehearsed responses when they're out in the public. They're lacking official identification documents. Another sign that you could tell somebody is being trafficked. And again, it is a huge problem. And it is, uh, it, you know, the only way we can, uh, you know, the best way we can uh, combat it is knowledge. First of all, if you have a child, do not let them ever walk or be anywhere by themselves, okay? Uh, even at home. Uh, even at home, it's not as likely, but it still can happen where they can get abducted from their home. But again, most places you know, that, uh, you know, that they, they get them to, uh, they invite them to like uh, events at a hotel or motel. And that's what the movie portrayed that I saw not too long ago about uh, human trafficking. Uh, they invited this, uh, this dad, a single dad, and this is somewhere I believe in South America. I'm not 100% sure. It's been a while since I've seen the, uh, the movie on it. But, um, you know, they were lowered to a hotel by saying, your kids are beautiful. We want to put them in a beauty pageant. And then they put them in a room at a hotel, and there's a ton of kids in there, you know, and it just looks like it's an audition for whatever, beauty pageant or whatever it is. And they ended up taking the kids, both of them, the male and the female, and uh, the guy, you know, they told the dad, come back. You don't worry about it. We're good. We'll see you at 7 o'clock tonight. Well, when the father went back to pick them up, obviously everybody was gone, and that's when the horror began began for the kids so uh websites that are online and this goes anything and this this goes beyond you know talking to creepers and you know like the chris hansen you know the catch a child predator stuff this goes beyond all of that because not only uh, do they want to go after people like that? They also want to go after the people who are making tons of money on it. And that's basically, it's what it is. It's it's a moneymaker, and it's control, and it's sick, and it's just it's sad that we live in that word there, in this world here, there. So uh, how do traffickers actually get caught? Well, there's been tons of investigations, uh, tips from the public, basically. So if you see something weird or, you know, you, and again, you could be calling somebody, an authority figure going, hey, I think that child might be part of a human trafficking ring. 
And thank God when they if they find out quick enough and they investigate it quick enough, uh, you know maybe it is or maybe it isn't. And if it's not, thank God it's not. But if it is, they can bust these people. And these people go. I mean, these people get uh, they get uh, in some serious trouble. I mean, serious trouble. Um, so where did these uh, where did these human traffickers commonly hang out? You know, they look like regular people. Uh, we call them predators in my world here. Uh, they assess, you know, uh, I guess they recruit potential victims in person. They'll often spend time at locations that younger children hang out at or youth hang out at. Um, they'll, you know, linger around schools, which is very scary. Um, you know, not much nowadays, but like malls, coffee shops, parks, uh, playgrounds. Uh, they're looking for vulnerabilities within the young people that are there. Some of them might even scope them out for a while, a month or two before they actually try to physically take them. So uh, the victim cycle of sex trafficking, uh, it just, it, it just, it's, it's really, really sad and how this ends up um again what city is top for trafficking according to stats here it says san jose california however toledo ohio has been known as a a, one of the major hubs in america and at one point it was number one uh for uh sex traffickers uh to because they could just have easy access to get through detroit and into canada um so if you're looking for red flags of human trafficking uh, again i've I've been reading about this stuff for a while now and i just want to share some thoughts with you uh and if you have any feedback on it please always reach out to me as well um victims may exhibit signs of abuse such as bruises cuts burns maybe some scars uh prolonged lack of health care you know bad teeth i mean you, you can tell malnutritionment uh as if that's a word malnutrition uh they may exhibit fear anxiety depression be very nervous around people they might get real hostile uh have horrible flashbacks uh they might even be on drugs or alcohol and they always you know most of the time they avoid eye contact with people uh they may not be in control of their own money so that you know that's that's those are signs there uh what are the four p's of human trafficking if you're looking and trying to break it down four things that we can all do to keep our kids safe and again if you have a child this is some scary stuff this is i mean i have i have a child who's 16 and i have a daughter who's almost 20 um and uh, you know if i had to go back and do it all over again i would not let them go anywhere or be with anybody that we did not know and again, do not let you do not let your kids go out. Even don't even let them go in the front yard by themselves. Don't let them go in the backyard and go in a pool or go swimming or, um, you know, be able to uh, you know jump on a trampoline by themselves. Four P's of human trafficking. You ready? Prosecution, protection, prevention. And partnerships, form partnerships with other parents. You know, like you know how back in the day we used to have neighborhood block watches and you know block. Um, uh, block captains and people would always look out for everybody else. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have that as much anymore. But a way to prevent uh, you know the stuff from happening and to protect our kids and uh, form partnerships is to do like block party stuff. Like you know, get with other parents and uh, you know formulate a group and don't ever don't ever let again a a child be on their own. Walking home from school is a big way and an easy way for these uh, these predators to be able to pick up. Up on these kids, um, you know, especially if they're walking alone. If they're walking with somebody else, that's maybe a little bit more comfort. But do you ever think they might be trying to take both of those kids? So, 
Yeah, even if three or four people together, they might be able to take them all. They might try to take them all. So again, walking in a group of a couple of people is still not going to keep it from happening, but it will, it will, um, uh, you know, it, it will, uh, I guess, lessen the chances, but it's still possible uh, for these predators to get what they want out of that there. Um, and there's five stages now of human trafficking that I read upon, and the five stages are they do this, especially with the younger kids, they try to lure them in. They try to, hey, you know, I got candy or, hey, I've got this. And again, the young kids who don't know any better are not going to know better. So this is where we as parents and we as guardians of, of, of this, you know, the next generation, uh, we need to step up and we need to say, look, enough is enough. We need to um, be there for our kids. We need to teach them. We need to school them on all this stuff. And again, all of this is on top of re- going to regular school and learning other stuff. If we had, I mean, we had these dangers back in the 70s and 80s when I was growing up, but nothing like it is today because it is a multi-zillion dollar uh, industry. Um, and it's very sad. So they start by luring them in, and then they groom them, and then they're part of a gaming thing. Uh, they do coercion. Uh, very manipulative people, too, obviously. Uh, exploitation. They exploit them. They don't even care. And then, of course, on the last uh, stage of human trafficking is the recruitment, where they actually get them, and they you know, they, they take them to this place. They take them to that person. They put them on the block. They let people buy them. Um, I, dude, it's, it's, just, it's reality, but it is truly, truly sickening here so uh, i just want everybody to know that human trafficking is it does exist it is a problem and it needs to be curtailed so the best form of uh of curtailing it is educating ourselves as parents and educating everybody else um around us you know neighbors and adults uh within the community and people in your church group and uh you know just people that you know from school you know your kids school uh just just get these groups together and we need to formulate some stuff to stop the stuff because this is not going to stop now they go well the third world countries are a lot worse in america not necessarily not necessarily they come here to the united states i mean michigan's number what number two for sex trafficking um in certain respects and in other respects it's number seven in the nation ohio's up there and the, all the states that i mentioned earlier in this podcast really really high for trafficking so uh they're not safe they're not safe. you go well they're safer than they are in argentina or you know in these third world countries no no not really we're not as safe uh you know our kids are not as safe there there's three methods by the way of uh, human trafficking too uh you know the united nations uh, divides uh, human trafficking into three different categories Categories. And I just want to share these with you again. I'm just trying to school a little bit about human trafficking because I don't know everything there is to know about it, but I am a little bit better versed in it. Again, I've been reading, I've been uh, studying, I've been looking online, and some of this information could be false. But uh, the stuff that I'm seeing, it, it seems pretty, uh, it seems pretty, you know, righteous here. Uh, three categories, though, that the United Nations divides into human trafficking, to, uh, human trafficking into rather, uh, sex trafficking, labor trafficking, and the Removal, I'm going to say this, but this is also a big problem, removal of the children's organs, and they define human trafficking as the induction by force, fraud, coercion of a person to engage in the sex trade or the harboring, transportation, or obtaining a a person for slavery, uh, you know, uh, I guess, uh, wants and desires and issues and needs. So uh, that's uh, that's basically what it's all about. And yeah, sex trafficking, labor trafficking, and the removal of organs. Because guess what? If you could sell a kid's organ, you could make good money. If you could sell a kid into sex trafficking, you could make good money. It's weird as that is for you know to you to hear coming out of the mouth of, of a dude here. Uh, 
it's true. It's uh, that's that's you know, uh, it, it's true. Um, so who buys trafficked humans? And you know, there's groups out there, and you know, you've seen it in the movies, you see it on TV all the time. Uh, here's the sad part: you don't know. Anybody could be into this thing, and you will never ever know about it. Uh, they could be somebody you work with. They could be a doctor. They could even be somebody as trusted as a pastor. They could even be your spouse or significant other. And, you know, they're in all walks of life. A 17-year-old survivor uh, just the other day, right here from the Midwest, trafficked when she was 15, came out of it and said, of more, uh, said about uh, the more than 150 men who purchased her within a month for sexual favors and acts there. Uh, some could be upstanding people in the community. You just never, ever know. Protect yourself. Protect your kids. That's all I got to say on it. And with that, that's another podcast of In the Life of Sean Powers. Thank you very much for taking time to listen. Again, I'm always open for suggestions. Questions. Uh, if you have any comments you want to make or anything you want to bring up, you know, you can always send it to me in confidence at uh, Sean, S H A W N, at WCZY.net. Again, a pretty heavy subject, but I think everybody needs to hear this and uh, spread it around and tell everybody else about it. And uh, let's have a discussions about it. All right. Let's, let's, let's do what we can. And then not only discussions, but let's put those discussions into actions. Let's formulate groups. Let's help each other out, especially in the small community of Mount Pleasant, Michigan and the uh, surrounding areas of Michigan. Michigan. For now, it's Sean. You guys have a great one. We'll talk very soon on another In the Life of Sean podcast. God bless and stay classy. Thank you for listening to In the Life of Sean Powers weekly podcast. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, our affiliates, or My1043 and Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.